Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 27th of June. Today, Australia's new superfish becomes super rich, the netball grand final is set, and the Matildas cop are hammering at the hands of Spain. But first... Heading into last night's Game 2 of this year's State of Origin series, New South Wales trailed Queensland 1-0. Coach Brad Fittler had been slammed about his team selections, with many suggesting he'd panicked in response to the Game 1 loss, and the Blues were facing the very real possibility of flying back from Perth, having failed to retain the State of Origin shield. And then a hero comes along. Are they going to strike another blow here? Last night, Nathan Cleary led New South Wales to a dominant 44-12 win over Queensland, forcing the series to a deciding third game and making everyone forget about his subpar performance from Game 1. Cleary, he's going to score a second in the space of two minutes. The Blues are on a rampage. Cleary scored two tries on his way to scoring 24 points of the New South Wales title, with the performance-leading Fox Sports Mick Ennis to compare Cleary to an immortal of the game. I haven't seen a dominant performance by New South Wales half since Andrew Johns back in 2005 when he came back in. I think it was uh, at Homebush. It, it was incredible from Nathan Cleary. He played with great composure and control. Cleary's individual brilliance aside, the win justified Fittler's wholesale changes to the side from Game 1 and sets up Game 3 at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane as an absolute blockbuster. Now, let's have a bit more of Nathan's song. And you'll finally see the truth that hero lies in you. It's been almost two weeks since it happened, but Australian football is still basking in the glow of this moment. And while the Socceroos are off to the World Cup, the Matildas have been dealt one hell of a reality check. Now with the boots, is bending it in. It is a magnificent seven for the Spanish. Seven nil. Seven nil. The Matildas, the team we're all hoping can pull off the fairy tale and claim a World Cup title on home soil next year at the FIFA Women's 2023 World Cup, just lost seven nil to Spain. I could But it should be noted that firstly, it was just a friendly. And secondly, Australia were missing basically their entire best 11 after the boffins behind the scenes of Football Australia recommended that senior key players such as super striker Sam Kerr, vice-captain Steph Catley and rising star Mary Fowler, amongst others, all be given an extended break from national duty to manage their workload and recover from any niggling injuries. Relax, take a load off. Coach Tony Gustafsson had declared that this year would be used to narrow the focus on the players who will be a part of next year's World Cup campaign. So, despite the loss, it did give Gustafsson the opportunity to expose several youngsters to the national setup even if that exposure meant an ass-kicking at the hands of a Spanish side who are favourites to capture the Women's European Championship trophy next month. The Matildas tackle Portugal in their next friendly Wednesday morning. And West is where the Suncorp Super Netball Grand Final is happening this Sunday. Netball Australia broke with tradition and auctioned off the rights to this year's Grand Final, with the Western Australian Government coughing up the cash for Perth to host the game. And then the netball gods shine down on the game with the West Coast fever, 
based out of Perth, serendipitously earning the right to play in front of their home crowd. Isn't that just f- convenient for you? So, who's going to have to battle with the Fever and their home court crowd? The Melbourne Vixens are heading to the netball grand final after a stunning comeback against GWS Giants on Saturday night. In a seesawing affair, the Giants held a seemingly insurmountable 10-goal lead in the final quarter when suddenly it all went wrong. The Vixens pounced on the Giants' misfortune, scoring a breathtaking one-goal win, setting up the clash with the Fever. And significantly, they'll get their star goal attack, Kira Austin, who missed the prelim with COVID, back for the big grand final. So put it in your diaries. Sunday, it's the Fever taking on the Vixens for netballing glory. (laughs) Off the back of last year's Tokyo Olympics, we all remember the names Ariane Titmus and Emma McKean. But with this year's Commonwealth Games fast approaching and the Paris 2024 Olympics on the horizon, there's a new superfish in the Aussie pool. Now through the middle goes O'Callaghan. She's finishing hard. She's still got to get the husk. It's husk in front. Now O'Callaghan edges in front. And this looks its uh, gold medal to O'Callaghan. Molly O'Callaghan of Australia. 18-year-old Queenslander Molly O'Callaghan walks away from the World Championships in Budapest with six medals, three golds and three silvers, and the title as the 100-metre free women's world champion. The champ is here! But unlike most 18-year-olds who might celebrate with a six-pack of Bacardi Breezes or a bottle of Passion Pop, O'Callaghan can afford to sip something off the top shelf after swimming Australia's cash bonuses are tallied up. The governing body promised $28,000 for any gold medal at the World Champs, $22,000 for any silver, and $15,000 for a bronze. But the money is split if the medal is from a relay win. So Molly walks away with... Okay, ah, doing some math here. $75,000. Wow, drinks on Molly. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. Don't forget, if you love your tennis, Wimbledon gets underway today, so we'll keep you across all the results, but pray for Aussie James Duckworth, who has to face hometown hero Andy Murray in the first round. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.